Hello and welcome to Aunt Mary from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Now for our story. On a desk in the private offices of Judge Hiram Willoughby at Stanton, the county seat some miles from Wakefield, the judge's secretary noted casually an entry on tomorrow's calendar. It read, Mead versus Mead. The words meant nothing more to her than another divorce, which was to be tried the following day. But in Wakefield, there was a young man to whom the words meant a great deal. The beginning of a new life, the possible custody of his baby son. It was Bill Mead, who now is walking through the big glass doors of the Wakefield Trust and Savings Bank with his employer, David Bowman. Well, Bill, tomorrow's the day. Yeah, I was just thinking of that. Mm -hmm. Don't worry about it, my boy. So it shows in my face, does it? Well, I'll admit I've got cold feet. The more I go over it in my mind, the more it looks to me as if I haven't got a prayer. Oh, now you can't be so sure. Uh, My car's right here. I'll give you a lift home. Oh, thanks, Mr. Bowman. I'll just slide in. Okay. All set. You know, Bill, this Judge Willoughby is a very good man. He's been up there in Stanton for years, has an excellent reputation. He'll be reasonable and fair. You can rest assured of that. Well, that's not what worries me, Mr. Bowman. The thing is, from what Angus McKillop tells me, well, there's only one way for these cases to go as a rule. Well, it's not a law exactly, but just common practice for a young baby like ours to be awarded to his mother. And yet I feel I've got to show up there and make my appeal. Even if it's only one chance in a hundred that I'll win. Of course, Bill. One thing I meant to ask you, though. Suppose you did win. You know I hope you do. Have you made suitable arrangements for the care of the baby? Oh, yeah. I was very lucky, too. There's a woman visiting with the Jorgensons, a friend of theirs from South Bend. She's agreed to come in every morning and stay until I get home from work at night. Well, that sounds fine, Bill. Yeah. I only wish I could hope that I'll need her. Mm. You're going to base your claim for the child on Kit's statement to you that she wished she'd never had him, that he's just a nuisance to her. Is that it? Yeah. You see, it's the only concrete statement I have to make. McKillop says all the other things I know about Ben Calvert, my feeling about how he'd influence the kid and so on, well, they wouldn't amount to a hill of beans if I tried to bring them up in court. It's hard to prove statements like that. And unless you can prove them, it's no use. That's right. So I have to show up there tomorrow. It's my only chance. Anyway, it'll sure be a relief to have the whole thing settled one way or another. The case of Meade versus Meade. The husband, Bill, 
faces the trial with little hope. Kit Mead, the wife and Calvert's daughter, is lying in her luxurious bed, having retired early. I don't know what I'm so worried about, really. It's practically certain that I'll win the case. I'll be free of Bill, anyway. Once the divorce is over, I won't always have the feeling of having to stare my failure in the face every time I see Bill. But there's still the child. I'm stuck with him. Dad's lawyer says they'll award him to me. If only I hadn't been such a fool. When I look back on it, all the trouble I went through to get possession of that child, for what? Now I wind up strapped with an infant that isn't even mine, a child I don't want but have to keep. Surely Bill will have sense enough to give up. He won't try to get the baby after the thing's settled tomorrow. Yet, that night I went to his place. He kept saying he'd fight. Surely he'll give up the idea after tomorrow. He must. Kit Mead, troubled and uneasy as she faces tomorrow, knowing she trapped herself when she took Lisa Fenner's child, hoping to escape that trap somehow. Mead versus Mead. In Jessie Calvert's room down the hall from Kit, Jessie is lying stretched on the daybed, while her husband, Kit's father, paces restlessly. I'm glad she got to bed early. She was worn out. She'll certainly need her strength tomorrow. Oh, I don't know why you're making such a fuss, Ben. My goodness, it's just a simple little divorce trial and an open and shut case at that. You're always so calm, Jessie, about other people's difficulties. If this were something that involved you personally, you'd be all over the place. I'd say it does involve me personally. You're just jealous of Kit being in this house. You always have been. You were determined to have it all to yourself after you tricked me into marrying you. Well, perhaps I was, then. Women usually do prefer to be mistresses of their own homes without interference. Interference? From my own daughter? <laughs> really, Jessie? Oh, Ben, don't give me this my own daughter business. If you haven't inside enough to know that precious daughter of yours doesn't give a snap about you except what you can do for her. That's not so. There's always been a strong bond between Kit and me, and especially since she came home. I'll admit she's been upset, not herself. On the contrary. The Kit we've been seeing is closer to the real one than you realize. Nonsense. Don't be such a cat, Jesse. This divorce thing has been difficult for her, for all of us. But it, it'll be over tomorrow. Yes, and then you can settle down here with your daughter and your grandson. Be the king of the roost. That's what you're planning, isn't it? Why shouldn't I? Oh, how can you be so sure of yourself? I have good reason to be. If you'll notice, Jesse, I usually get what I want. And regardless of what means you have to use, too. If it's necessary to walk all over people in the process, that doesn't bother you a bit, does it? No, you plow straight ahead in your heavy-footed way. Change your will, anything. Wait a minute, Jesse. What's that about changing my will? Well, that's what you did, isn't it? Yes. I changed my will. I don't see that it's any business of yours. Not my business. Well, after all, then, I am your wife. Yes, you are, legally. What do you mean by that? I think you recall how our marriage came about. The threat you made to force me to marry you. I've given you no basis for complaint, have I? I support you, pay your bills. Yes, you have so far. If anything happened to me, you'd have enough to take care of yourself adequately. What more do you want? When I think of the years I spent working for you, Ben, living for you, thinking only of you, when I think of the treatment you gave me, especially toward the end, 
the way you tried to put me out of your life because of your daughter. You had to live your life a different way, you said, because sweet, innocent little kid had come home from school. She had to be protected from the ugly facts of life. Look, Jessie, I don't see where all this is leading to. We've been over it a hundred times. And now it's Kit again, Kit and her child. Kit who doesn't give a hang about you. I loved you once, Ben. Well, if you did, there doesn't seem to be much of it left now. Well, perhaps that's because I've learned how useless it is. How little it means to you. Now that you have a grandson, an heir, nothing else means anything to you. Why do you keep harping on that, on the baby? How can you be so hard, Jesse? Even after knowing you so long, it shocks me. To be jealous of an innocent little child. I know how much you'd like to see Kit leave, take the baby with her. But you'll never see that happen, Jesse. You're forgetting something, Ben. It isn't absolutely certain that baby will be awarded to Kit. It's about as certain as anything can be. Farnsworth knows what he's doing. He said there wasn't a chance in a hundred that Bill Mead would get custody of that child. Oh, granted, he may think so. But there's still a chance. Judge Willoughby might take it into his head to give the child a bill anyway. Don't be so sure of yourself, Ben. Remember, pride goeth before a fall. I have a good memory, Jesse. I remember some things you'd rather have me forget, too. Such as? The fact that you've opposed me in every single thing I've wanted to do. Fought with Kit. And now you're fighting against Kit's child. Well, it won't do you any good, Jesse. Kit's going to have that child. And my grandson is going to grow up here in this house with me. Although in her heart, Jessie acknowledged that Ben was right. The child would go to Kit. Still, she hadn't given up. She had an idea. An idea about California. Kit had been so mysterious about everything that happened while she was away. And Jessie was thinking of a letter she'd mailed the day before. A letter to a firm of private investigators in Los Angeles. Bill Meade didn't know it, but Jesse Calvert was doing her best to help him win custody of the child he believed to be his own. Custody which must be granted one way or another tomorrow in the case listed on Judge Willoughby's calendar as the case of Meade versus Meade.